Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Geekcaster. Geekcaster, everything geek culture and geek content. How you guys doing? I'm Michael Michael, and today we've got the virtual studio. Davion Bussy. Corey Davis. Sailor Leo. All right, you're watching Geekcaster. Thank you for joining us. We have a fun-filled show, but today we're going to change it up. We're going to talk a little bit about tech, so that's going to be good. Of course, we have to do our Lovecraft Country. Got to show a little love. Update on the boys. Fat phobia, which is going to be a very interesting conversation. And what else? What else we got? What else we got, Corey? Did I get everything on the list? I believe so, yes. Let's go for it. So, everyone's excited. We are living the future now, right? Electric cars. I know I want me about two of them. But it seems like everyone's like Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. But, Corey, you said this week there's been like a huge announcement that we might not necessarily want Tesla. We want something else. Now, what would that be? The Volkswagen ID4. So initially, when they came out, they said that they were actually going to go for Tesla. But the CEO of both Tesla and Volkswagen, mm -hmm. uh, they denied those rumors. They actually thought that they were going to collaborate. They denied those rumors. So no one knows what's going to happen between Volkswagen and um, Tesla. But what we do know from Volkswagen obviously outside of dieselgate with uh their whole botched systems of trying to trick the uh, diesel systems mm -hmm. they've concentrated their energy into electronic vehicles so they're actually going after models like toyota um uh chrysler chevy cobalt all the other electronic vehicles so the id4 will be coming out soon this year the end of this year you'll start seeing them pop out and they're going to come out with three different versions so you're going to have a real wheel drive version an all-wheel drive version and something we call their first version wow so it's going to be it's going to be interesting now i don't know how real these what colors are, are but they look banging what are you most excited about it corey most excited i really like the styling of volkswagen so the interior it's going to be different tiers something called uh, a standard and a gradient uh, option so you can change out the uh, the infotainment center display it's kind of like a minimalistic approach where the driver has all the buttons just the screen and a button and a gas and pedal and that's it and everything else is just styling and if you look in the interior it is picture perfect so the nice little thing that they did for the pedals there's actually a play like a play symbol and on the break there's a pause symbol so just little things like that the little attention Wait, there's a pause symbol for the break yeah on the break I'm so the guy, <laughs> like pressing the play button and when you step on the break it's like a pause button <laughs> it's just it's just next level uh, tesla hasn't done anything like this but what they're mm. predicting for the future of their electronic vehicles i think volkswagen is going to vault to the top wow I mean, you you getting all excited as you talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I drive a Volkswagen now. <laughs> so okay. to have an electronic 
He's um, like, I'm in the family already. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. A cast version of will be complete. Oh, you know what? I did forget something for today's show. The, the great hack. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. But I think I'm no. going to... I'm going to save that for our next conversation anyway, because I think it's really, really relevant for that. All right. Now, in between, I did, in between shows, I said, guys, I think I'm going to step away from the boys. They're getting kind of repetitive. I'm not getting the action I need. I'm not getting the twists I need. And then they delivered last show. So. Yes. Let's get it. I did tell you what's coming. Yes, you did say it was coming. And and you were very, very right. Now, anybody that hasn't seen The Boys, and we talked about it, um, this is a show about if superheroes were real and just as corrupt and screwed up as regular old people. And, um, of course, the plot's a little bit deeper than that about manufacturing superheroes versus if superheroes are real world domination, all that other stuff. And they threw in social media the last two episodes, which was interesting. Now, Sailor, you're not into the boys, correct? No. So how did they throw in that? Um, likes, you know, uh, fans. Like, okay. because even though okay. this is a fake world of superheroes being real, they do make movies, they do have toys. They work for a big corporation. If it was the real world, they'd be working for Disney. <laughs> you know, yeah, or Warner okay. Brothers. Yeah, yeah makes sense. <laughs> they, they're really big on their analytics, while Homelander is, and he was looking at his popularity Not rating. analytics, y'all. Let me tell you. The way that you have to look. <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> Take it over. So, pretty much, like, being an influencer, the way we have to look at our insights and our audience and how many... Um, people were reaching and our post reach it's just a lot and ridiculous mm-hmm. and sometimes we even have to put it in a new website to get better specs and pretty much when you know those specs you can tell it to um, companies and brands will be like okay you reach this much people and this much amount percentage blah 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 and that can either give you more money or you know and it's funny you said it that way because they actually showed that between two of the characters, Homelander and Stormfront. And they talked about the same exact thing that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Hitting your population, hitting your numbers, getting the branded out there, and just increasing your image across the board. So mm-hmm. from a real world, world standpoint, it's it's very, very accurate. Yeah, very I accurate. Like mm-hmm. And they answer Did some of those. Say it again. It sounded like you said it was very, very anime. Oh, animated. Me? Or accurate. Oh, okay. No, he said animated. accurate. I was he like, said, excuse me? No. What? <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, now you'll watch the show. That's a- Look, man, that's none of my business. And that's they kind of went in where you were going in that turned you off of the show of like, well, how come there's only one black superhero? And then they're like, well, no, technically, black noir is all in black. So he might be a brother <laughs> underneath there. You wait, know. wait, hold on, hold on. What? Has it not been confirmed that Black Noir is black? He is black. No. The, act, the actor is black in real life that's playing he, okay, Black Noir. Then, yeah, those are two because we have, what's his name? 
in the show not really a train you're talking about a train in the show i don't know if they actually confirmed it and now you have a third one in this season called eagle who who's helping the deep get back in the seven so what do you mean confirmed what the identity of black noir because he dresses in all black i'm sorry black noir is black panther why do we not know that oh, okay you mean like in the he show. hasn't shown his real face yet right yeah <laughs> okay but he's we know there's two of them in the beginning <laughs> and now yeah. there's three. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed we to do any spoilers on this of one? Hmm? Well, without totally spoiling who, let's just say it this way. Um, they did fall on the classic sword of Hitler, world domination, and racism, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of disappointed because it would have been nice if someone came up with something different. Seems like everybody goes back yeah. to that time for that. Um, and because we've seen so many movies in the last, I don't know, decade or at least 15 years that uh, like X-Men. Um, but it's interesting. X-Men gets a lot of props for the, you know, doing the whole Hitler thing. But really, if you really look at it, it really it's has to do with... It's more about... Right, exactly. It's more about civil rights. Mm-hmm. You know. But, which but is see, another show. The way, they, <laughs> the way they incorporated it in this show, it made sense. It wasn't forced. It wasn't, like, overtly exaggerated. It just mm-hmm. kind of flowed in with the storyline. So I kind of appreciated it appreciated that standpoint but you're yeah, right at least you gave you something right but it's like hmm really is that what we're doing now is that what <laughs> is that it okay it's like oh okay it makes sense <laughs> okay i can't argue with you but you couldn't come up with anything anything different anything <laughs> good day beyond space he's like i'm not impressed did did you watch this episode the last episode, and are you impressed? Yes, I had. Yes. Now, this is episode six, Yes, correct? I was very... Yes, episode six. Oh. And I will say I was very impressed with the action aspect. Mm. So I'm not going to spoil for anybody that haven't seen episode six. Just know that they did do a little bit of a Walking Dead twist to it. Or an introducing type mm-hmm. setup, so just be prepared if you haven't seen episode six. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the boys. I mean, there's not. I mean, without killing it for everybody. Um, so, so let's go to my my heart's new favorite, because um, this show was deep. They hit a lot of levels. Yeah. If if you weren't open to it, I can see someone being bored though. But when you right, look at it right. from, because it was more in your mind and more understanding the cultural notes that were being hit. And of course, we're talking about love, craft, country. This show keeps winning as something we're going to talk about. Yes, we will talk about other shows. We're not limited to these two series. But I think right now they're throwing certain balls out there that other shows aren't willing to do. So in this yeah. particular episode. Are we spoiling know, this episode? Not necessarily spoiling no, it, but but I think hitting the notes they hit because we're talking about um, 
accepting yourself, what you look like. We're talking about relationships in this episode. Um, they're talking about um, being a woman, being a black woman in America, which how many times do you see programs doing that? And even as a male, totally different experience. But I could look at that and say, look at the husband holding it down, great guy, but even doing all that, still like he suppressed his wife and didn't mean to. You know, mm -hmm. she was so focused yeah. on holding it down and being committed to the family that she she totally forgot about herself. And there's a history of um, black women in this country not taking care of themselves because they got to take care of the master, mm -hmm. right? They got to take care of, the, you know, the, the master's wife. They got to take care of their kids. Then they got to have energy for their own family if they're even allowed to have one on the plantation yeah. and then even years after that it's like they black women in america have to be superheroes and at the i wouldn't say when in the story but we see a woman becoming a superhero because she had to i thought that was deep i thought that was deep mm -hmm. sailor do you agree with me on any of this because i could only say it from a male's perspective did I break I it down right? We <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about all these things. Um, because, you know, we'll love, see how it goes. Lovecraft we Country. We'll touch on all the topics. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely. I appreciated this episode a lot. It was kind of showing a different side and adding more sci fi, but in a different sense. Um, super cool. You know, you get Afrofuturistic vibes. Yeah, and that speech. Of, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> That's, Is he talking about the speech that they overlay on most days? You know? No, the, at the end, that speech of just like preparing to be a warrior. As oh, a warrior. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot about that whole thing. What? Oh my gosh, she's going. That was the that, that was the highlight of the show. I, look, guys. <laughs> you know what? If you don't, this, this I think there's different episodes for different people, but I would say right. definitely mm -hmm. if you're if you're a feminist in the truest sense, <laughs> but if you're if you're if a feminist, intersectional. I think I don't know about all that. I keep it simple. I like the old terms. <laughs> I keep it simple. I don't know about all that. Cause I don't want to say it wrong. There's a, we're on TV, folks. I can't afford to say it wrong. But if you look at you, you, you got to be careful. PC police. I, you know. um, but it was just deep. I think this was so deep on a whole nother level of just I want to be myself. I want to be me. And then having the opportunity to go through time and to be whoever you wanted and be wherever you want to come back to, I'm me. No, I really want to be me. Yeah. But through the experience of being all these other things, she built herself up. That was deep. Misha Green. I got I got a writer's crush on you. I'm put that out there on the universe. I have a writer's crush on you right now.
<laughs> so, and I said writer's crush for PC police. No, I'm not <laughs> crushing it. And I'm not crushing. I said the writer's crush. Writer's crush. <laughs> Please watch that episode. Um, what episode number is that? Do you guys know? Uh, six. That was episode six. Six. Oh, and the battle. She learned how to fight. Now it's interesting. You could see that through the. If you notice, yes, we're hitting at different points because I really feel this is an episode to watch, and I don't want to give it away because it, it's integral to the story. But you know, all this training is going to come in handy in the future and that's what's kind of kind of great um no one's really done it like that i mean even when they did um different batmans okay th there's my girl misha green just so you know yes sister wrote this and she did, did a great job um but anyway I, I could talk for days you guys talk i'm 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 gonna take my camera off because i'm so impressed <laughs> i just want people to see it <laughs> What, what, what we got next, guys? So I was actually told to watch this episode by one of my friends. They're like, I think you'll like it. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Like, as we're going through it, I'm like, I guess this is cool. And then I see the scene, I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, how they doing it? Of course, I'll always have a thing about, like, people using African accents when it's not their regular accent and when they can't do the correct accent. Or when they switch back and forth with the accent, I'm just like, right. what are we doing here? But um, I honestly, respect that. cinematography was great. Um, showing different culture was great. There wasn't like a specific culture put in. So it's kind of like the Wakanda thing where they kind of just mix up a concept. But it is actually done really well. Um, they probably picked from different cultures to apply that. And there may even be like historical facts on it. So I don't, I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty well, cool. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Do you think that was wise to do it that way? So you're not like, you're not highlighting Zambia. You're not highlighting Senegal. Oh, no, it's you're definitely not... the best way to deal with it. Okay. But it also just puts Africa as a monolith. And it's kind of like mm. weird sometimes. I thought it was like a deeper message. Like, I don't know. I took it as no matter what timeline or dimension you go through, Africa will always be a sh the strongest country or continent in like all these different dimensions. And that's what I took from it. I really appreciate it. I really appreciated this episode because I didn't think we would even go that deep into her story. We saw everyone else's story and then we're like, oh, we're getting a Hippolyta backstory. Oh, wait, this isn't a back. Oh, wait, what's going on? And it's just throwing you all different types of uh, experiences and messages and it was just perfection this is probably the most perfect episode i think in tv history and so oh like that's deep really wanted wow that's deep <laughs> i feel like they were really trying to show like the strife of a black woman and how we definitely put aside our dreams because you know we're not we're supposed to be selfless and she went through all her dreams and at the end she's like no i gotta go back for her you know we still take that responsibility obviously she's our mom we still take that responsibility but like right. you know what i mean she was open enough to do anything in the world and she's like okay i gotta get this first and that was it's, that it's was five. episode six or seven that was seven on this one seven yeah so seven already sheesh mm-hmm mm-hmm mm -hmm. 
But yeah, and I thought that that little note was great because you don't know how long she went into all these other dimensions. It definitely wasn't like a month or a day. She spent a lot of time in all these dimensions and then she's like, oh, my responsibility as a mother, have to go back, learn all these things. And that was still the greatest thing to her. So that note was perfect. Um, I also feel like the um, the African culture scene is to show heavy strength in women, and um, even talk about certain tribes who were women led, where men would leave after they get women pregnant, and it's pretty much based on women. But I did see men as well, and it was just really very interesting to see how they brought that together. If you're an intersectional feminist, you'll enjoy it. Um, it shows a lot of strength and it shows him a lot of gaining a lot of that strength back. So I appreciated that. Talk about character arcs. Her so far is the best one. Yes. <laughs> whole arc. Alrighty. So let's move on to another. We're getting all deep today. Let's, let's, let's go for it. We mentioned this a, a while ago. And um, let's let's see if we can hop to it. Fat phobia. Big important topic. Um, in fact, is I didn't get a chance to look into it fully, but they said that there's a whole nother level um, during the time of the pandemic. And doing different research, I'm getting different stories. So one is fat phobia, really, at least within this culture, in this country, you're dealing with like the 1950s on. Really basically post-World War II, right? Um, as far as on the Euro Western um, yes. like cultural thing, like it's different, right? It's, it's yeah, basically just so a reaction like towards the slaves and the the religious people looked at, oh, the, the shapely women as being overly yeah, sexual and, and stuff like that. Um, and I, interesting, I spoke to Sailor before this episode, and if you watch um, Neola Holmes, which is on Netflix, supposed to t- be about um, Sherlock's Holmes' sister, there's a part where they say, girl, you have to put on this dress and fill yourself out. And I thought that was great because historically, um, certain cultures in Europe, they would wear these big dresses that make them look like they have a butt and hips and all that to mimic and try to look like African women. Even though it hasn't been said in pop culture, that's the reason why, but that is the reason why. Which is interesting because then where all this phobia thing looks more like a you know, basically based on racism, basically. Some sort of, I want this, I can't have this, so I'm going to make fun of it. I'm going well, to. Well, yeah, that's what we deal with all until this time cultural appropriation. That's like maybe the earliest form of it. <laughs> now, Sayla, but, what um, did you find? And what are your thoughts on fat phobia? So, um, for me, I. So, I like pinup styles, I like boudoir, I like looking back at those things, but even just like researching the 50s and 60s and how corsetting started and, you know, pinup stuff. 
I wasn't seeing pinup stuff of plus size women. Mm. You know, like those things are real. Um, but also how diet started, it was finally introduced to America and like put on our normal advertisement about how to eat nutritionally and how to have a diet to lose weight and things like that. That's when that started happening. Mm. I definitely feel like any issue we have today has been an issue in the past mm. and it's maybe changed or, or, you know, like work itself into different places. But I definitely believe that it started with the fifties and it wasn't a good look. Like you have pencil skirts here, you know, like you have to think about different outfits that they're wearing throughout the years too. Mm-hmm. And when they show us different decades, even in just shows, like, just think about shows in different decades that you see, um, or even just film film that you've seen. Mm-hmm. What do the people look like? Are most of them plus size and most of them small? Um, last week I was talking about how will Lovecraft Country touch on that phobia or colorism because they have a good layout for it. Mm-hmm. Um, something I noticed is what's what's her sister's name? Letty's sister. A ruby. Ruby, if I'm going to spoil it for you, Ruby transforms into a skinny white woman. Ruby is the most plus-sized person in the show. And she was offered to pretty much be whoever she wanted to be or be white so she can get white benefits. You know, like, you can get a job. You can do this. And when they turned her into a white woman, it was a skinny white woman. So it was kind of just like, why didn't they make her a plus size white woman? Would that be accepted the same way? You know, like I'm sitting here like, well, if they're both white, maybe they just get the same privileges, but that's not true. You also have to think about how society looks at plus size people. You know, like, do you see a plus size person working? Of course we do now, but let's say they're getting hired somewhere and they see them. I feel like there would be some type of discrimination based on that, you know, if you're plus size, if you're not, of course Ruby was still going to apply, but she stopped herself. And the person who got the job was also smaller, but they didn't use that as a correlation. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know if we're going to touch on it. Um, Letty is the main character. She's she's small and she is lighter. And Ruby is her sister and she's bigger and she's darker. <laughs> and Ruby's a side character. Letty is a main character, and it's just kind of interesting. It's like, are we going to talk about certain benefits that Letty may have over Ruby? Are we going to talk about um, maybe, like, privilege over weight and things like that? So I just, that was all I was saying last week. <laughs> no, it was, um, that's good, and it's I like, will the they go deeper is a good question. Will they talk about those things? Because uh, they touch it, but they don't go in. Because even from episode one, it was like, yeah, you're my sister, and yeah, but everybody loves you. Everybody misses you. Even they t- she talks about, Ruby talks about their mom and how the mom loved her more, right? Is it because she's lighter skinned? Or is it because she's thinner? Right. They don't really hit you with it. They just... Mm. Or is it because of her personality? You know, right. is it is it because her mom felt guilty? You know, it could really be anything. I just mm-hmm. want to know if they will hit those notes or not, because right. it would be very, very, very interesting to see 
right now. Um, yeah, I counted most of the like plus size women in the show in the first episode, and there was like five. Wow. Now, <laughs> and I also we... don't feel like Hippolyta is plus size. I feel like she's strong, definitely. And I mean, if we were looking at the um, what is that chart? The BMI chart? Yes, she would be what we say is obese. But when I see her, when we saw her in this last episode, I saw her more of like a muscular type of smaller woman. She's not small, but she's like a regular sized woman with muscle. That's kind of how I saw her. Now, we literally have one minute left so we don't go over time for our cable time. So please check out geekcaster.com. You can check out episodes there. If you're watching on Facebook, you could just we'll just leave this uh, stream going. So just hold on. We'll come back again. And um, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So everyone, quickly say your uh, social media. Like five seconds, real quick. Yep. Okay. So Davion Davion on Instagram. <laughs> Davion on Facebook. Shamal Wales on Instagram. Shamal. No, Davion, you have to say one. How about that? We don't have time for all that. He said five. Uh, I am GT3 on everything. Look me up. I'm Sailor Leon cosplay or Sailor Leon on anything. Michael Seven. Michael. I'm just dead. Yeah. All right. Check us out. Awesome. Um, hold on, everybody. If everyone else, we'll see you next week. <laughs>